Hey everyone, my name's Christian Schultz. And I'm Jared Hogan. And this is Good, where we talk about films and filmmakers. And a butter on your stuff. A butter on your stuff. <laughs> a butter on your stuff. Butter on back episode three how you doing christian i'm good man how are you um i'm good i'm good how's your day you know it was okay it wasn't as cold as it was uh yesterday and um i got a good night's sleep like i need it you know so that's good i'm glad tell me tell me where you're at right now man hmm well i'm in uh charlotte north carolina like usual, but today is a special day. Why is it special? Um, because I'm not just in Charlotte, but I'm sitting in the office of the one and only Eric Hurchin. <laughs> so me and Eric, man, we go back a ways, but, um, we work on, uh, Music videos together, which is something we're going to be talking about today. So, Eric, welcome to the show. Hi, Jared. Um, Christian, tell us what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about a very interesting, very interesting topic, which is music videos. And I feel like this is going to be a good conversation because I don't do music videos, and you guys do a lot of them. So, but you work at music bed yeah yeah which is a <laughs> it's a very common misconception because um it feels like it would be the easiest thing to do but i actually don't do it at all so <clears throat> yeah so. eric eric is like um if you live in charlotte and you're worth anything you know who <laughs> eric urchin is he's like that guy he's like the godfather of everything creative yeah He's shaking his head, but it is true. Um, and so uh, me and Eric go back a ways, but I think I was I was talking to my wife about this earlier. I was like, when did like me and Eric like really become friends? And I think like it was when my sister was your nanny. Yeah, yeah, that was when. Well, we knew each other way before. I know. I, I was I was like really having trouble pinning down when we got closer man i can't because i knew you before then yeah man i don't know it's it, it really does feel like shadowy and foggy yeah like I, it's, it's been, been that good yeah it's been, <laughs> <laughs> um, well let me ask uh for people who don't know eric as the godfather of charlotte eric wh- what do you do um, well, yeah, in my day to day, I'm basically an art director and graphic designer and have been for about a decade, about 10 years, um, as well as an artist. Eric could almost be my dad. Almost. Wow. I could almost yeah. be, be Jared's dad. Um, he kind of is my dad. Yeah. <laughs> or like an older brother, like a, a lot older brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, so I'm a graphic designer and an art director, and uh, I worked for a while at a cable network where I did art direction um, uh, for a cable network called Halogen, 
and it was an 18 to 34 network. So during that time, I got a lot of experience working with working in broadcast mm. and working with video, working with, um, you know, things outside of my typical purview. And that's when I, that's when I started kind of doing some music videos and so kind, kind of, of like, like classically trained to be a graphic designer, designer. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah yeah for sure but, but kind of how does, how does one make the jump from a graphic designer to an art director what's it what is like it's obviously a there's a more hands-on difference am i right sure but um yeah. how do you actually make the jump from that to that um you know in my case it was one of those things where um Probably, you know, at some point you have a boss that sees that you're hungry and kind of promotes you on that basis. Yeah. Um, and then kind of like puts you over people. Um, and that kind of like, for at least for me, that put me in that role. I mean, I think it's probably, it's probably multiple, right? It's like um, somebody who isn't just technically good at the one thing that they do, but maybe they... I don't know, have a broad, broad interest. And they're yeah. the kind of people that kind of like have a natural, um, naturally tend towards having like the, for lack of better words, like the 10,000 foot view. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the, yeah. the ability, I think in art, uh, I'm, I think in art director, the, what they do best is the ability to like zoom way in and work on the technical thing, but then zoom out and see kind of the forest for the trees. Does that make sense? Yeah. Eric's kind of described his like life goals to me as like, he wants to be like David Byrne. <laughs> so just like, like David Byrne, Brian, Eno, just that like multidisciplinary artist who can kind of jump into anything at any time and yeah. add like a lot of value. Yeah. Would you say that's accurate? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. I, both of those guys are, are major heroes. Um, for exactly that reason, you yeah. know, um, David Byrne actually went to art school, you know? Yeah. Um, so he wasn't just a musician. He yeah. actually more started as an artist. So yeah, totally. I, I respect Bowie, Bowie's, Bowie's the same oh, in a lot of ways. hundred percent. I would say it's funny. Um, Christian, Jared and I have had this conversation before, but in some ways I've gotten a lot more, um, out of like musicians than I necessarily have like filmmakers or even visual huh. artists. I mean, of course I have, Yeah. but, um, some of my biggest heroes are musicians and definitely, you know, Brian, Eno, David Bowie, David Byrne, <clears throat> you know, I just love that, that pattern, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Of, yeah. Um, man, David Bowie, man, what a sad week. Am I right? Mm -hmm. What did, um, what did he mean to you specifically, Eric? Cause I feel like me and Christian are, like kind of on like the back end yeah. of, of his career and yeah, like sure. can respect it and, and admire it and kind of look back at it, but didn't as much like live through it. So being the, the Godfather <laughs> <laughs> um, who's no, but for real has, has some extra years on us. Um, what did David Bowie mean to you? You know, it's funny. Um, when I was really young, I, I remember hearing him on radio, you know, and, um, uh, but it was like all the eighties stuff, obviously, you know, and I don't even know that I was there for it when it came out new, Yeah. but I mean, I remember being very young and, um, hearing let's dance and just thinking that it was like the raddest thing I'd ever heard, like the coolest 
just yeah. you know it felt like somebody dropped him into normal radio yeah and i i remember being very young and just thinking like that that's electric yeah um so from designer graffiti artist to music video art director how does that transition happen yeah i think i think well practically the median step in there was motion graphics okay so i was working on a a tv show I remember the first TV show that I worked on. It was actually for a show that um, Elliot Roush was directing, where I directed a, um, an animator to animate graphics that I had made for this television show open. And um, it was um, it was really fun. You know, like, <laughs> both of us were really young. We both did a really bad job. Um, <laughs> and I commu- communicated really poorly. But it was, like, the first kind of my first like taste of like directing someone to get them to do what I felt like might be right to do. What do you feel like? Okay. So, so that was the first thing. And then, and then the very next show open, it was like, there was like some live action involved. (laughs) Oh shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was like, it was one of those things where I was like, I I think we need live action. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, uh, so actually I worked, I worked with a, a mutual friend of ours, um, Blake Edwards, to um, to make that happen. Yeah. And uh, there's even a green screen involved. You know, there was a period of time where that was kind of cool. Green screen? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I wouldn't want anybody to see any of that stuff. But <laughs> How long ago was that? Uh, man, that's got to be like seven. Seven, seven years ago? Yeah, that's got to be seven or eight years ago. That's back in the aughts. <laughs> yeah, right. So going from like working on a computer, telling yourself, like directing yourself and, and then transitioning to like, I feel like I can tell other people what to do. <laughs> How did you feel like confident enough to be like, yeah, I'm ready for that. Um, I th- well, I'm the oldest, I'm the oldest of three, three boys, uh, three brothers. And, um, so I, th- I think it kind of came natural to me. Um, I, I don't, I honestly don't know how to answer that question. Um, how does anybody get become comfortable with telling people what to do? Well, that's what, what I do? wanted to get to. I, is I, like, I don't know. I feel like it's just like you had an like uh, you had an opportunity to yeah. try it, and I just took it. And you took it. Like I, I can't really tell you. I don't have a good answer for it, other than right. Like huh. a door kind of cracked open just a little bit, and I'm like, oh, I should run in there. Right. Um, you and Jared do music videos together all the time. Let's just well, let's let's just break it down a little bit. Okay. And I don't want to like stop you, but um, just for like people to very easily understand like the process of uh, making a music video. And um, so, like, just bring me like tell me exactly how you guys actually start. Like, give me a breakdown of of from the beginning of the creative process on a music video? Like, where does it actually begin? It, (laughs) it's, I mean, it's funny because I don't even, I don't really know. Um, Like, do you listen to this song like a hundred times or do you just start off without listening to the song or what? Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is like, um, I mean, if we're starting at the very beginning, (laughs) if we're starting at the very beginning, it's like, is someone approaching us about a music video? Like, 
are they coming to us? Like, Hey, we'd love for you to make this. Are we seeking people out? It's a, it's a huge mixture of like, Hey, we've got a friend of a friend of a friend or someone random on the internet sends us an email or whatever. And if, if it's like a song that we're like into, um, then that's kind of where we start. Yeah. There definitely has to be a connection. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes it's songs that like, like we're super into, but they can't pay us anything. Right. And then that's a whole nother. Right. That's, that seems to be more typical. <laughs> I don't, I mean, it's well, like, I, I can say that, you know, it's funny, um, Christian, both, I mean, you're, you're this, the same way, but you know, we're all very, very lucky to be very busy. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, like all of us talking here, like we have, we have a lot of work. Yeah. Um, so when it comes time to like work together, it's like, it has to be kind of special or it's not really kind of like worth the time in some ways, you know? And, and I think too, um, you know, Jared, one of, one of the reasons that we like working together is just, we, we get along. It's one of those unexplainable kind of like, you know, you know, when you click and you know, when you have, you know, when you have fun together, I think, um, I can't speak to other people, but you know, I think if you have fun, I think that that makes it. Well, that's why we keep keep coming back back and doing it again. But it makes it more interesting because it's like, I don't know, there's that mutual curiosity. Okay. So let's just like answer your question here. Let's assume we got a song. We're like, dope. This is awesome. We're going to go for this. There's enough money to actually do something cool here. We're going to go for it. I would say you might say, I don't know. Like for me, I'm like, okay, song on repeat. Yep. Um, and then I text you. Yep. And we have the most epic text threads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know something about like writing it. Yep. As opposed to like, and not like we, we talk on the phone about stuff too, but yeah. like something about writing down ideas and sending them back and forth. There's like a rhythm to it. Yep. There's like, um, things seem a little bit more acceptable. Yep. When you can like, like crazy ideas seem more feasible when you can like write them out (laughs) more palatable or something. Yeah. Um, But where an idea will start at the beginning of like a text thread and these things go 45 minutes, hour and a half and our wives are like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Um, (laughs) But it'll go from like a bud of an idea to like, we know what we're doing. We could go shoot it after like 45 minutes of like texting back and forth. Right. And, and I think, I think half of it is the, the, the thing of texting is it almost becomes like a weird, like dare match. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Where it's like, you know, Jared said something kind of like, you know, out there. And then it's like, yeah, like they should bleed neon, shouldn't they? Yeah, and it's like it's just I don't know. It's like almost he just throws the gauntlet down for me to be like, I have to say something weirder here. If I don't, if I don't answer that with just equally or more strange, I just I've lost something. Well, I think again, like you were saying earlier, Eric, like we all have like the luxury of like doing really great work, exciting work within like our jobs Mm -hmm. yeah and not everybody gets to do that but i think like really being able to like spread our wings creatively with this like music videos i'd actually love to hear you talk about this in just a second but 
it's kind of like the Wild West again. Yeah. So like music videos used to be everything. And then it was like, it was nothing. And now it's like on the upswing. How would you kind of explain that? We'll take a break from process for a second. How would you explain kind of like the evolution of music videos as you've kind of seen it from your perspective? Oh, totally. We basically what you just said. I mean, you know, like um, I remember a time when, I mean, you and I have had a VH1. Um, yeah. Whatever that is, like a special thing. Right, right. If we had had a, a video premiere on VH1 11 years ago, we would, yeah. It would have been like the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> right. What music video did you guys have on VH1? Uh, Need to Breathe. Oh, really? Premiered on VH1. Dude, um, I on, honestly, if I saw that video, if I saw that Need to Breathe video in 2004, I would have I would have thought that you guys are the biggest shit I've ever met. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Dude, I, oh, I don't want to like it depends it depends if you're talking about the uh the rogue director's cut or if you're talking about <laughs> Right, right. The one the, with the the one the cut we don't speak of. <laughs> <laughs> the political cut. Yeah, you know, the early 80s, you know, there wasn't there was some people doing it. MTV launched and then you know, it rode that crest through the 90s. Right. And then I feel like the music video died. Because there was no yeah. need for it anymore. There was a few people doing it. You had like Spike Jones, and you had mm-hmm. a, a couple of other Mark directors. Romanek, you had Chris Cunningham. You had yeah. Michelle Gondry. Yeah. And those guys, those guys were like on the tail end of like, oh my God, this is an art form. Right. You know, there's something about working with a musician. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah. like, it's a vision that already it, it existed when they wrote the song. Yep. And then to be able to come alongside that and kind of like essentially, honestly, like ride their coattails <laughs> <laughs> and and be able to make art like kind of on the back of something that, you know, they already had their epiphany. And now we kind of get to ha- have our like visual epiphany and bring it to life. Totally. There's something like collaborative about that, okay. too. Well, dude, I, I, I would want to add like maybe you guys have just had a purely like completely different experience with music videos than I have as far as like making them or directing them because i've i've had every single one i've ever done has been a horrible experience which is why i don't (laughs) do them anymore why uh because of what you just said working with the artist well dude i I will say like we've had those experiences i wouldn't say it's been horrible we've had like a horrible one no but i feel like um I don't want this to sound like pretentious or like whatever, but we have the ability to say no. Yeah. I think, you know what? I think anybody really does. Always. So I I feel like just like um, they're just filmmaking is like really just like a sequence of decisions. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like when it comes to like who you work with, and who you kind of shake hands with yeah. and be like, cool, we're going to do this. It's also a decision. It's also a decision. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, that's a big thing for me and Eric, like working with people that we think will let us do what we want yeah. to do to some extent. Not that it's all about us again. You know, it really is about um, building something that the artist is like happy with. And that's uh, kind of aligns with what they see the song to be. But um, yeah, like let us do our thing to kind of complement whatever. Yeah. Done. And I think, I think to, 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 to kind of further that too, is I think trust. Yeah. is like, 
the main thing. So I think, I think that for all of us, you know, it's like the artists that you, that you got, that you have a mutual trust with are yeah. always the situations that work out the best. How do you think, you know, for someone maybe who's starting off, who's never really done a music video or worked with a musician or um, someone like us who are marginally experienced, right. how do you continue to, to earn trust? Man, that's a kind of a million dollar question. I mean, I, you know, like in my freelance career where I don't do as much video, you know, I definitely don't do video like you guys do. I don't do it full time. Um, I know that in my freelance career, it's trust is something that you have to work toward over time. There's different ways that people can like access that. The best is like relationship, like you said, Jared. Yeah. But then I think, I think that there's another level to that where your work hopefully speaks for you. Right, right, right. So Christian. Yeah. Um, we never talked about this before, but love at the end. Yeah. Th that music video. <laughs> yeah. Your take on it. Okay. Well, let me preface this a little bit. This is one of my favorite music videos and I'm not just saying that because you're my friend or that, because I want Eric to like me. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying that because I really think that it's one of my favorite music videos. Um, bottom line is because the song is amazing. Yep. And, um, and the visual choices were like, I feel like they were perfect and not in a, um, not in like a beautiful sense. You know, the film is mm -hmm. not very, very like beautiful. You know, a lot of times I think I felt like you guys Thank, were going thanks, dirtier. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jared. Um, but I feel like you guys are going, uh, making choices on, on, on with that, not in mind, but let me just think about, um, I don't have it in front of me. So I'm just remembering a lot of, I'm going to call them symbols that you guys were using. Okay. And, um, the music video is basically comprised of a lot of unique looking people and um some of them are uh they they look different in a lot of different ways whether they're you know bigger than other people or they're they have they're a different ethnicity or they just look kind of uh quote unquote like homeless or like um i'm gonna say like forgotten or something like that like they were sure. like cast away or something like that um, and this is, this would probably make a lot of sense if you were, uh, if you like knew the song and you had it in your head, you know, but, um, but then you have weird stuff like the snake and you have like the, the sword and you have like weird stuff that comes in, um, that I, I do not know why it's in there. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I, I don't, totally. I don't almost don't even want an explanation, but I feel like. <laughs> Um, and it's in black and white. And um, my favorite part is when John Mark's singing or he's, he, it almost looks like he, he just finished singing or something. And he has all these hands going all over his face and like um, almost felt like, like all these people were like surrounding him in some way. You know what I mean? Like the people throughout the film or something. Um, but yeah, the in at first like glance or at first watch or whatever, like the film doesn't appear to make any sense. At least like if you just kind of watch it, and 
um, don't like think about it in any ways. But what I like and what I think we're talking about is that you guys are you guys are like placing dots. If you just picture like it's a great way to, if but, you just mm-hmm. picture uh, a white piece of paper, you guys are just just like putting dots all over it and not connecting anything. But they, if you connect them, like you know, like whatever those things you would do as a kid, you know, those mm-hmm. coloring yeah. book, you know, connecting the numbers to the dots. Like if you were to do that yourself, you'd end up with something, you know. And yeah, it might and not, not even be to sound like uber, like pretentious. But I, there's not even a right way to connect them, I, I think. Right. I agree. The, you can create something in totally different ways right. depending on how you perceive it. So I think that's actually a really cool way to, to put it is that I, the dots aren't numbered. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? It's like the connect dots the dots exist. with like a Picasso painting or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think one of the kind of like unsaid assumptions between Jared and I, when we work, is that we we want to find new vocabulary, and you know that's a tall order for everything that we work on. But I think I think that there's a it's like it's almost like in order for things to mean something now, you have to step far enough away from what the what the accepted meaning is, so that you can kind of create this space that people have to like jump to. Yeah. And then it all of a sudden it enlivens that meaning again. You know, like, like, um, you know, it's like finding something versus being handed something. Exactly. So, like, if you have to find something, when you find it, it charges it with meaning. It charges it with, like, because you found it. Because you were, you were now engaged. You just made it yours. Right. Well, what I really want to say, too, is like music videos are also just like, Oh man, we just like have fun and do crazy mm-hmm. stuff and do whatever the heck we want. So I don't want to be like, yeah, everything's plotted out and we like have everything conceptualized. Sure. And, like everything is actually brilliant because <laughs> it's a lot of us just being like, oh, that looks cool. <laughs> well, the, fun- the funny thing too is is a lot of it's building building a um, a structure, sticking to that structure, and the mi- middle of the you know, I mean, Christian, you you've have to have have to have had this happen before where you're in the middle of the shoot and you realize you're not your idea at before you made this is not nearly as good as the one that yeah, is in you front find of yourself you in. in the moment. Yeah. Right. Right. I think yeah. that goes back to like all, I, I, I think that that's music videos for sure. But I think that's in all filmmaking, like Jared was saying, you know, like I've had so many experiences like that. And usually it's like a, a really big humbling experience. Because mm-hmm. you felt like you had it all figured out, and I wanted to be yeah. a good and proper director and <laughs> plot everything out and make it nice, you know. Like, yeah. Um, two years ago, we were working on this project. It was a short documentary on a composer on our site, and um, I assumed that that it was going to be like a very run of the mill documentary, short documentary, you know, where it's kind of a it's kind of a feel good piece, and it's kind of like a hopeful, like, you know look at these people doing art and they're, you know, they're having a great time doing it kind of thing, which like, it wasn't like a, it wasn't, I kind of had the wrong intentions going into it basically is what I'm saying, you know? Um, and we get there and this story 
just kind of like literally like landed in front of our faces. Right. And like I was annoyed by the fact that people and things were like coming against the ideas that I had started with and coming against the ideas that I had like planned out in my head and I had all my nice questions to ask and like <laughs> it was going to be great. And I had to edit my head and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get this and I'm just going to run with this idea. Yeah. And, and um, it's it's the ability to like, yeah, I, th- I think you're touching on it. Like um, whether it's humility or being agile enough to, to make a change like that, like on the fly. And um, I think that's, I mean, you can plan as much as you want again, whether it's a documentary a narrative and music video, like again, the obstacles between like, here's my concept and here's my finished piece. It's always going to like knock your idea around. Like you thrive in that situation, but like, I don't chase after those experiences. You know what I mean? I think I do. Yeah, I know I think, you do. And that's yeah. why, that's why you do what you do. And there's always things that I can take away from that. You yeah. know? And, um, well, I mean, I would say on the other side, for a filmmaker like you, like when I look at like my process and like how we go about doing things, I'm like, gosh, I wish I was like more professional. (laughs) I wish I had my ducks in a row more. I wish that I had this outline more. Um, And it's not that we don't put in the work. I think we enjoy leaving things open to some extent. Um, So it's not like we're just like, chilling and then we show up on set and make it up it's there's a lot of work that goes into it but it's just like aimed differently um so there are a lot of times like i remember we were in the middle of shooting john mark and we got in the car and i was like what are we doing we lost it yeah huh. like we lost track of it we were chasing it and we just lost it. where do you yeah. where did you find it again though because you can't see Dude, i'll you... tell you we know the moment we both know the moment and this can i say it yeah. So we're driving. We're driving down this random country uh, highway because we just booked a like horse. A friend, yeah. yeah, a friend of a friend who had a horse, and we are coming up on this just bummy gas station. And um, Jerry just has this look in his eye. He said, "We're stopping." <laughs> Sounds much more dramatic than it was, but we pretty much pulled into this gas station and we just got all the crew. We're totally like not even mentioning the fact that Blake, our, our buddy Blake Edwards, who's an amazing filmmaker, he was also a co-director on this too. Mm-hmm. And um, like we pretty much got the whole crew just to get out, and it was like this insane like fluorescent lighting that we were kind of using as like a motif like throughout, and we just kind of like got out and like, I was like, Jacob, can you stand over there and just like move like this? And then he started doing it. And then it was just kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. Wait, and I don't know. So had, before like, that, no one had done any dancing. No, no, no. They had, but not our crew. Okay. It was basically like Jacob, who was kind of like PA yeah, and Blake, who was co-directing. We, it was just like just the crew going to our next location. And then, we got out and started just kind of like something about being like physical or something like, like in front of the camera and like something about that tension just kind of like melted. And it was like, Whoa, we just captured some crazy looking stuff. Yeah. And it was, it ignited us for like the rest of the night. That was probably halfway through the night. That's amazing. And the funny thing is, so we had all these things, you know, on the schedule 
um, that we had caught a lot of the stuff that you talked about actually Christian. Um, but that was the first thing that was off the schedule. And it was like, it was the magic that we needed to propel us yeah. throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. I, I honestly think one of the, one of the things that I enjoy about making music videos with you, Jared, is that I, I love being in the moment. Like, I love that. I, I love, I love coming up with ideas as they happen. Yeah. Um, and you know, with, of course we, like Jared said, we, we do a lot of, I mean, gosh, when we pitch, we do, we do a lot of research and we definitely, you know, we do, we do our, our homework and all that stuff. But I think that there's an element to, at least when we work together, it may not be everything that Jared does, but when we work together, there is almost like a performance aspect to it. Does that make sense? Like, like on set, right. like perform, like it's like we've prepared it to an extent and now we're on. And now we're executing this hmm. thing. I mean, everyone goes through yeah, this. Yeah, I see that. But but it's almost like part of filmmaking, at least in this sense, is about that dance in the moment. Yeah. It almost is kind of a weird kind of dance. Yeah. I want to know, we, we had a conversation a couple months ago, and it kind of shocked me when you said this. You said you don't like music videos that have a story. You don't like story music videos. You said if, if a music video uh, is more than an, an aesthetic, then oh I, it's not interesting to me. Hmm. Do you still feel that way? Do we really want to get into this right now? I want to, well, I think it brings up a good topic of like how to look at something as an aesthetic. Everything is narrative. Aesthetic yeah. is narrative. Yeah. And I, I've got an angle. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. This is like a little bit of, this is like a little bit of a soapbox. No, I mean, you know, there's definitely like been a movement where everyone's a storyteller. Sure. And um, first of all, I would definitely make the delineation between what I would enjoy making and like what I enjoy watching. So um, can somebody make a music video that's got a narrative that I would enjoy? Yeah, probably. Um, but when it comes to like me making a music video that's like totally hinges on the narrative, just not interested in it. Now, to say that I don't like making music videos with story would be inaccurate. Because um, I think on some level, story is just like, it, it pervades everything. If you look at a photograph there's a story there. You know what I'm saying? So like to say like, do I like making classical narrative work in, in music videos? The answer would be no. But I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I just like struggle to, I, <laughs> I don't know if I have a good answer. I don't, I don't, I just don't enjoy it. I find it like it's a place to explore and um, I guess, like, I like to explore more visually and aesthetically than I do narratively when it comes to music videos. I think it was Godard that said this, but, like, he talked he talked about, like, like, style and story being, like, the inside and the outside of the human body. Like, they just can't exist independently, you know? 
I honestly can't think of a narrative music video that <laughs> I like. Dude, are there I've, any? Yeah. And then, dude, we freaking tried on that Need to Breathe music video to make that even like a semi-narrative, and it was like, it was like getting run over by a train slowly, <laughs> trying to do that. It it takes me, like, more strength to to like forget about the storyline than anything else in a film. Well, dude, that's like a blessing, though, man. But I think that, Jared, what you do is you work, you kind of like dance around a narrative in order to get at something that someone working in a narrative would won't get at too. I would say to a fault, and I really don't want this to become like the Jared show. So yep. <laughs> uh, this is not about me. And it's not like me and Eric are like, like just killing it over here. We do like little projects for little artists, <laughs> but um, I, I feel like to a fault for me, I am terrified of saying something false. Yeah. And so I think where that where that leads me down the wrong road is um saying something that's so disconnected and so like abstract that it yeah. only means something to me. Mm-hmm. But what do you mean what do you or mean by, I'm not what saying do you mean something by at false? All? Like you don't want it to be false. What do you mean? Um true to my experience like you don't want it to be contrived or true to like ex- yeah like cliche i guess would be like the cliche way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> um i don't want it to feel like um something that i don't know that's, to be true yeah, myself. yeah that's good hmm. um and so i feel like i look like i think dancing around the narrative is actually a really interesting way to to put it um I I just feel like um, I'm looking for ways to like point toward it, point toward like story or narrative or like a theme or whatever without just having to explicitly just like say it. Um, And I think sometimes it takes me off track. I think sometimes it's where the most like organic, like beautiful stuff happens. It's like kind of this like (laughs) really like tricky no man's land that, I think we like to exist in. I hope we're not getting too like existential here, but um, yeah, it can be like a trap or it can be a place where you can find something like really like beautiful and different, like trying to communicate something without saying the actual words themselves. Yeah. And I mean, maybe it is too like whatever, but it's kind of what keeps me like, wanting to work with you, you know? Um, and you know, again, it's like Jared said, you know, we're not changing the world over here. We're not doing like these huge, huge budget pieces. We're not doing these things for huge artists, but, um, what we are doing is trying to, um, enlarge in the vocabulary, you know, sometimes we need new words to charge the old meanings with, so that those things can mean something again, fresh, fresh. again, yeah. dude, I'll tell you, man, this has been as much as I love talking to Ryan. This is like my wheelhouse, man. This is like where yeah. I like to exist. Dude, I, I see it, man. I, I could talk about I seriously this see it, like that, that when you guys are just talking about the meaning of that music video, cause it had not, what you guys are talking about had nothing to do with the music video almost like it, you could have just taken that out and like not have any context 
but none of those images would ever exist yeah. without going there first. It's uh even like with how I shoot something, I'm like, I really want to make this in a way that nobody can like come behind, come behind and, and try to do the same thing. Well, with that, the shadowy figure himself, <laughs> Eric, thanks for joining us this week on good. Any, um, closing thoughts you want to add? Oh man, just love making work. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think that if there's anything that unites all of us, it's just, we just love making the work. And we want to be better than we were yesterday, you know? And we've got a music video coming out at the beginning of March. <laughs> so um, we're currently having those epic text threads mm -hmm. right now. <laughs> so um, anyway, thanks for joining us again. Christian, thanks for um, putting up with all of our um, overthinking and over... Uh, intellectualizing everything <laughs> it's interesting because i don't do it every day or i don't even think about it every day yeah i'm sure that's the opposite for you guys yeah. whether it's in a music video form or some kind of other other type of filmmaking you know so it's interesting to hear how the opposite ways of doing something are still something that you can use yourself you know like coming from a different place yeah. of filmmaking is still something that i can take from you know, or something that I can, uh, apply to my, to the ways that I, yeah. Yeah. Likewise. I mean? Likewise. So for sure. this is really inspiring conversation. So thank you, Eric, for, uh, for coming on. Yeah, ma'am. Thank you. Was that, um, good for you? He shook his head. You just say it. But... <laughs> <laughs> he knows this is a podcast and he went like this. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, that's where you have to say, no, yeah. it was good. <laughs> it was great. No, good. I it was, was good. It was, was good. good. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. <laughs> Wait, one more time. What was it? How was this? How, how was, uh, Eric, how was this episode for you? It, it was, was good. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> our music today was created by our good friend, Cubby. Listen to more of his stuff at cubbysounds.com. That's Cubby with two Bs. And our show today was edited by Savannah Butt. That's Butt with two T's. Don't forget to check out our website, goodthepodcast.com, where you can see all of our show notes for each episode. And also, a new episode of Good will be coming out every Monday. So tell all your friends. <laughs>